And we are going. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast, wherever you are. Okay, if you're dropping your kid off at school, maybe you're driving to the rink, maybe you're driving to work, maybe you're at work sitting at your desk. Whatever the hell you're doing, the fact that you tuned in to listen to me, I do truly appreciate that. Now, to move on to our guest, his name goes by Stephen McCulley. When you mention incredible junior hockey careers, probably one of the first names you mention is Stephen McCulley, okay? Multiple Memorial Cups, two teams, played for the Halifax Mooseheads and St. John Sea Dogs. He is here live in studio at the high button to talk to me. Matthew Dudley is going to be here as well. He is going to be joining us via telephone it's going to be a great podcast sit tight and you know what comes next here we go and okay we're going so today's high button podcast is brought to you by tyler noseworthy for those of you who don't know tyler recently decided to step away from professional hockey and start his career as an advisor with sun life financial tyler takes pride in the fact that his new responsibility is to help individuals families and businesses identify their financial needs and provide protection on the things that mean the most to them when it comes to planning for the future it can be overwhelming and intimidating Tyler is there to ensure that all your financial needs are taken into consideration by providing an expert approach for you. Be sure to te- be sure to check out Tyler's business profile on Facebook, or you can reach out directly at 902-452-9191. Nailed it. It's Tyler, Mc- Tyler, Stephen McCauley. What's up? Thanks for coming. Yeah, no problem, man. Good to see you. Uh, how's, uh, yeah, like, how's your summer going? Um, obviously, you're playing in Florida for the past little bit florida's a bit different than halifax but yeah. i'm sure you're happy to be home yeah yeah no like anytime you leave and come back there's nothing like it uh, yeah i mean like yesterday I, I walked on the waterfront that was the first time i'd been down there so it was, it was you know you don't get that anywhere else you know the feeling yeah. of being home and it's just it's great you know? they changed up the waterfront because i was out in vancouver for a bit too and when i came home i was shocked they have a bunch of new uh renovations yeah. they're yeah, doing yeah, down like there. i was down like closer to like the bicycle thief area and they had like the the hammocks up and oh yeah yeah like, yoga going on it was like new yoga yeah they had, like, down by the hammocks yeah yeah sort of like on that grass there oh yeah uh, yeah yeah i was talking where's there they have like a, a floating wharf now down by like murphy's on the water okay remember that they like dug out they dug out a part of the harbor where the water used to be yeah and apparently they're putting like I condos remember, yeah, there yeah. when i left in september they were kind of working on it it was like temporary but it must be oh yeah now. just be a little bit closer to the mic i'm sorry yeah, no worries they're good mics but you gotta be there you go beautiful yeah. all right so let's you know I, I, you're gonna hear the intro when the podcast is out but when it comes to um incredible junior hockey careers i automatically think of you um a huge leadership role on the teams that you played for when you went to the memorial cup uh i don't know essentially whenever your name gets brought up it, it's uh you know, people speak highly of you. So I essentially, I want to start back from the beginning of your hockey career and to where you're at now, I guess. Um, I want to talk about the first year in St. John when you were there. Uh, were you 16 or 17? Yeah, yeah. You were 16, I, uh, I believe. I was 16. Yeah, so I played my midget hockey in Cole Harbor. Yeah. Um, had a had a pretty good year, and then I got drafted in, uh, I think, the third round yeah. to the to the Sea Dogs. Um, I went to camp not really knowing uh, if I'd stay or go back to, to Cole Harbor, but yeah. They ended up wanting to keep me, so I mean, it was pretty cool. So, yeah. what do you think you did well at that camp at sixteen? Because sixteen, going into a Q camp, like you're still a skinny kid. Like it's hard oh, to make man. a. Like, was Thomas there that year when you yeah, went to, like yeah. that guy? I remember watching yeah. that guy and just being like, "There's no way 
I'll ever be able to play in the queue, just looking at that yeah. guy, just tossing kids around. So, like, what was your mentality going into that queue camp, 16? How, how, what was your plan to make a difference on the ice? Uh, man, to be honest, I was pretty scared. Like, I was probably six, maybe a little shorter than I'm now. I was probably, like, six feet, six one, but I was, like, 155 pounds. So like 155? I got, yeah, man. Like, I think I started in the queue. I was 155. I hadn't really hit my, you know, the growth spurt yeah. and, you know, hadn't put on weight yet. So yeah. I was just kind of trying to, uh, you know, use my uh, my skating and yeah. uh, take a lot of pride in, like, you know, thinking the game. So I think yeah. that kind of, like, allowed me to stick. I didn't play a whole lot that year. But, I mean, just being there and practicing yeah. and, and, you know, playing the minutes I did, uh, I think it really helped, uh, you know, for the next year and the years to come. So yeah. I felt like you guys had a strong dressing room when you were younger in St. John. You had a bunch of guys that were, I think, went pro, most of them. But, like, there was a lot of great leaders on that team in St. John. Because I remember my buddy Stephen Anthony went there. Yeah. And I remember him talking the year before about the dressing room and how there was a bunch of great players that, that played there. Um, did you feed off any leadership? Did anyone? Was there, like, one person in particular that you learned from that was – because, you know, you're 16. Maybe someone took you under your wing, I guess, um, or their wing. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it was such a strong group. Like, yeah. it's hard to single out one guy. But, uh, you know, the year – my second year um, – Mike Thomas became the captain. Yeah. That was the year. Now that wasn't the year we went to the Memorial Cup. We lost in the finals to Moncton my 17-year-old year. Okay. Um, so he, he took over as captain, and, you know, he, he's you know, a pretty intimidating guy, but yeah. you know, he just would do anything for, for, for any of the guys. And I think the biggest strength of that team was uh, just, like, the guys that's – there's a lot of guys that started when I was 16 or 17. Yeah. That kind of – we moved up um, – you know, played like three or four years with the Sea Dogs, and and that's like, you know, we, like so many like strong strong bonds and yeah, like Bolu, Yurko, Galiev, Zach yeah. Phillips, you know, Kirkpatrick, you know, to name a few. Yeah. Anthony was there for a while too. Yeah, um, you know, so many great players that you know have moved on. I mean, Jonathan Huberto, I didn't even mention him. He's probably yeah. doing the best out of all of them, but. And Gallant was the coach back then too, right? Yeah, not my first year, but he took over the second year, and then until I until I left, actually. So. So you so he did coach you, sorry, in St. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did three uh, three years. Yeah. And then my twenty year, he uh, he moved on to the he got an assistant job with the with the Canadians. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, if you don't mind, I want to talk about him a bit. He just got NHL coach of the yeah. year. You know, some are saying, how did he do it with a team that should not have gone to where they went? Um, maybe you could give like a little insight of maybe some tricks that he uses some, cause a lot of people say that he's, he lets the players play. He had an interview in the Stanley cup playoffs about like, if a player makes a mistake, I don't get on them cause they know they made a mistake or something like that. He, he, he just seems like a very coachable or a very, uh, a player's coach, I guess. Yeah, trying to say. yeah exactly. Can yeah. you relate like, to that maybe? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, like you said, like player coach, that's, that's the biggest thing that comes to mind with him. Yeah. Um, like he knew how to manage us, like how hard to push us in practice or when to give us days off. And cause he, he played the game, right. He, he was oh, a great yeah. player for the, oh, yeah. for the red, red wings back in the day. So, yeah. um, no, like he was just like, he was hard on us, but, but fair too. Like, you know, if, if you worked hard and, and you gave it, you know, what your potential could be, yeah. uh, he was, he was fair with you and, and, uh, you know, I mean, learned a lot from him for sure. That's crazy. How was, um, Huberto and like in the dressing room, what's he like? I mean, actually, you know what? What was he like in practice is what I want to know. Because that's when I when I think of players, it's like what they do in a game is great. But I love hearing what they do in practices, like what Crosby does in practice yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Was Huberto, did he ever have any, have any like things um, that he did in practice that just like blew your mind? He's just, uh, everything he does is just so smooth. Yeah. Um, but I find, I find not only him, but like 
other great players that I had a privilege to play with, like McKinnon and Drewan. Like, yeah, these guys are so intense in practice. You yeah. can just tell every day they're trying to get better at yeah. something. Yeah, even if it's small, you know, like staying after practice, working on like, I don't know, say like taking it from behind the net, like scooping it in. You know, like yeah. stuff that happens, you know, every once in a while in the game. But yeah. these guys are, you know, they they work on their craft like like no other, and it's not you know not uh not hard to see why you know th- these guys are doing so well. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Whenever I talk to like Hardy or Trey Lewis, even Cousner, or Cousner wasn't on the mem the mem team, but whenever I talk to these guys about like practices you guys had and how intense they were, yeah. I think someone even said that your black aces, Ducharme told them like to get off the ice because they kept messing up the drills. That's yeah. how high speed they were. Yeah, yeah. Late in the in the playoffs and the Memorial Cup, yeah, they had like their own sheet of ice. It's kind of like kind of felt bad, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah i guess yeah. did you ever ever have any trouble keeping up with practice or was there anything that ever happened in, in your case um like what do you mean like well hardy i think hardy <laughs> said that like him and mckinnon got into it for a minute in practice because something happened oh, yeah, i don't yeah. know so, i don't um, know i forget what he said exactly but yeah so when i went to the moose as i was i was halfway through my 20 year old year so i think these guys they kind of like uh they weren't afraid of me they just you know yeah there there's yeah. a respect factor of course there. they never really you know gave yeah. me a hard time or anything and try to keep up you know if, <laughs> whenever i was doing a drill with them try to you know you, know, yeah. you got to give them the puck you know, that's yeah exactly sure. you know they want the puck yeah well, well that's true because you're a cole harbor guy too yeah. so what was yeah, your yeah. what was your you guys had like a maritime grit you guys had like a hashtag going i remember on social media or maybe uh, it was something cole harbor grit no I, I don't know i forget what it was i might have been the other boys from halifax i might have been like uh Obi and Penny and those guys. I don't even remember yeah, what it was. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, let's talk about the uh, the news when you found out that you had to leave St. John and go to Halifax. Obviously, you're pumped. Obviously, you're a little sad because you grew up and up grew up in St. John. I don't know how did that meeting go when uh, when you got called into the office. Um, actually, it's kind of a you know it's a different way of finding out today. Like social media was kind of getting you know bigger. It was 2013, halfway through 2013. So, um, actually, no, sorry, it wasn't. Uh, halfway it was it was right after christmas so it was like yeah start of january um so i i actually was like took a shower before we were playing that night it was like a friday okay we we're playing uh at home so i got out of the shower and checked my phone and i had like i don't know like 10 15 messages from like buddies like family saying like is it true like you're coming to halifax like yeah i'm so pumped like and you didn't even and know I had no idea so then i looked at my phone like again and it's Mike Kelly, our our GM, yeah. associate coach there, and he uh, he was he had called me and someone leaked it. I guess I don't know if it was a some sort of like I think it was a French reporter like in <laughs> RDS or something like that. So yeah, it ended up getting to him or her, and then they uh, they leaked it, and that's kind of how I found out. He 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 felt really bad about how I found out because I'd spent so much time there, but yeah, it wasn't a big deal, and I was just you know. It was it was sad leaving there, but it was a rebuilding year too, so it was e- made it easier to leave. Like a lot of the guys that I'd grown yeah. up with there had, had already moved on or yeah. or been traded. So, and I and I was coming home to Halifax, you know, team, you know, like yourself. I'm sure you, you grew up idolizing the of Moose. Of course. There, so, yeah, it was it was a dream come true, really. I bet um, a lot of mixed emotions happen when you missed that call or when you found out about the trade. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, of course. Fifteen yeah. messages. That's yeah. I mean, I don't know the exact number, but it was yeah. So what did you do? Did you go to the rink? to like uh like as you said you had a game that day you just went to the rink and saw the boys got yeah. your gear uh actually i i kind of just like i stayed at home and then i came as the game was ending like yeah they were coming off and getting un- unchanged and stuff and i i went to had to go grab my gear uh you know take it home say my goodbye to all the boys um and go back home 
Wait, we'll go back home. Sorry, back to my billets. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Like 10, 15 minutes from the rink. Okay. Uh, and then what happened is I had a car there the next day, I think, or the next, yeah, the next day, the Mooseheads were traveling to PEI to play a Sunday afternoon okay, game. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. like a Saturday. Okay. So I had, I drove to Sussex. I think it was, is that, does that make sense if you're going to PEI? I'm terrible with this yeah, stuff. I'm so sorry. I think it was like I'll believe you, or, sure. Sussex. Lack, one of those, yeah. you know, like one of those like truck stops or whatever. And, the big and, stops, uh, all those yeah. are incredible. And actually, it was uh, Midgley. Jim Midgley uh, oh, picked yeah. me up in his car and then took me to PEI and I met the team there. And Nice. Yeah, it's kind of went from there. How was your uh, welcoming? I guess you probably knew a bunch of guys on the team anyway, yeah. so you probably yeah, fit in like nothing. Yeah, I'd, I'd been in the league for a while. Yeah, and, and one of my good buddies from Cole Harbor was already there for Who? a couple of years. Brendan Duke. Oh yeah, Duke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Duker was there, so he they put me in a room with him to start, and you know, I being from Cole Harbor, I knew Nate. Yeah, um, knew a few guys just from the Maritimes playing against and on like you know spring teams and stuff, but yeah. Other than that, you know, it was a pretty seamless transition. Like they had a good thing going there, and I was just trying to, uh, you know, trying to step in and not screw it up and get bring what I could. To I the team. I remember the rumor mill around Halifax before that trade happened, like because obviously there was a chance that they were going to go to the Mem Cup, and there was so many merit. Like even Duffy, Duffy was in that mix, saying, "Oh no, Duffy's coming to Halifax," and no, McCully's coming. There's a couple other guys. I forget. I mean, I don't even know. So long ago. There was so much, so much talk around the hockey community that there was going to be a big free, you know, guys going to come here and make a difference, and it ended up being you. Did you hear these rumors at all, or was it just it, you? Must have heard something. Yeah, I must mean, have. I mean, I'm only human. You yeah. go on Twitter, or and this is a time where Twitter's starting. Yeah, to, it's starting yeah. to get big. So you know, you see rumors, and actually, he had uh, our GM had told me, you know, like if you know if, if can I move you, you know. He kind of, I didn't have no trade clause, but like yeah. he, there's, uh, you know, a respect factor between us that of course he wouldn't send me to like, you know, Rwanda or Rwanda or not saying yeah. that it's terrible, but yeah. my last year, I don't really want to go yeah. to Northern Quebec. Um, they said, you know, if Halifax is, you know, looking at you, like we got a game coming up against them. Like, you know, you should probably play well if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get dealt there. And yeah. It was actually here at the Metro Center and we were awful that year. The first half of the year anyway, I was okay. in St. John. Yeah. And Halifax is a powerhouse. I think they're missing a couple guys because the World Juniors, like McKenna and Duran. But oh, yeah. we ended up beating them like three two, and I had I had one and one and two. So oh boy, I think that kind of solidified it for uh, you know for the Mooseheads trying to That's make awesome. their trade. So um, did you ever? Because you already went to the Mem Cup or won the Mem Cup before that. Um, did you ever give any like pep talks or anything in the dressing room? Tell the boys what it was like. I don't know before the first game. Where was it? Saskatchewan. Yeah. When you guys went. Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Did you ever like talk to the boys? Like, here's what you're gonna expect. Uh, um, anything like that? I mean, not really. Like, no. Sort. I mean, in a way, just being a calming presence. You know, yeah. I guys are nervous. Of course, we're yeah. all human. You know, so. Um, but for me, it was it was I had been there the two previous years, so I was I was fortunate to have the experience and. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just said, it's just, you know, try to settle in. It'll be, you'll be nervous at first, but try to settle in and just treat it like any other game. And yeah, it worked for us. I mean, we had a, we had a good tournament there and yeah. you know, ended up, ended up winning it. So, um, I want to go backwards for a second here. I remember you said you had an afternoon game or they had an afternoon game at PEI. I remember a story back when I went to NSCC, we had a road trip to St. John's and you were in the chorus. It was me and Stuart Lenahan. And we went to the Coras, and you were there, and you had an afternoon game. So I wanted to. Do you remember this? This might have. You might have been <laughs> seventeen or eighteen. All you don't. If you don't remember, I mean, you don't remember. I it. can't say. It. I know. Obviously, Lanny. I played midget with him. Yeah. Um, so we were. It was like a road trip for us. Remember. 
and you had an afternoon game and we were in the cores and then Lenny saw you in the corner. He went and talked to you. Was it in St. John's? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I do remember. Now. So my yeah, question. I think that was an off day for us or something. I, no, I'm pretty no? sure. I'm pretty sure you had day? a suit on. Did I? Or yeah. you had? A, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I might be wrong. Didn't eat my pregame meals at Cora's. Well, that was my question. If yeah. you if you had an afternoon game, did you go to Cora's? Well, maybe. Yeah, I guess it could be. I I don't like eating. Nobody likes eating pasta in the morning if you got an afternoon game. So. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Honestly, I I, do, <laughs> I vaguely remember, but I not. not. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we were going to come see the game, I'm pretty sure, but we had to, we had to go back home or something like that. Okay, yeah. And so you didn't, okay. All right, well, I just, <laughs> that was just a random question yeah, I wanted yeah. to know. That's a good memory, though. Oh, Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess, yeah, we can talk about that. Mem Cup, you win it for Halifax. What did you guys do after? Um, How did you celebrate? So um, we actually didn't go out or anything. We had... Uh, there's like a common room at, in the hotel in Saskatoon. Okay. Not a common room, but I guess like a you know a meeting area that yeah. you know the team provided all the all the drinks and, That's and awesome. food and uh, like like a lot of fam- like most of the families came out yeah. for the guys and and all the management and the and the people in the front office in, in Halifax they all came out so Wicked. it was a pretty big like yeah. big party basically uh, nothing nothing crazy yeah. no no like. Uh, no drunk tank stories or anything <laughs> like that, but uh, it was a pr- it was a pretty fun night. And then we got back to Halifax. We uh, you know, we we did our going out there. How was that feeling coming off the plane? Did you hold the cup or was it Lewis? I think it was Trey. I was, you were right behind yeah, him. Was, you're yeah. in the picture. Yeah, Trey's Trey took it off. I was right behind him. It was it was pretty cool, man. Like that feeling. You maybe at that moment in your career, you, you don't appreciate it as much as I do now. Say. Yeah. Like it, you know, I'm not playing in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't really well, not had yet. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never know, but uh, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. You appreciate it now when you look back at it, talking about it with you, and yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. When you had the parade here in Halifax, did you when you guys were all up on the stage? A couple boys made a speech. Did you say anything to the microphone? Yeah, actually, I think I do remember. Uh, like the MC, I think it was Bobby Mack, like the Q104 guy. Bobby Mack, yeah, legend. Um, I honestly, I've been waking up earlier lately and listening to the yeah, guy. He, they're awesome. Man, yeah, he's great. Q104 is great. But uh, he he asked me which one felt better, like St. John or Halifax. And, yeah. You know, you, it's hard to compare them. You're probably I was going to ask that. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm not asking him that because yeah. I know the answer. Yeah. Um, and just, I mean, I grew up playing here. Or yeah. Grew up in Halifax and idolizing the Moose. I think this one felt really good. Had a lot of things going on, like personally too. Like my mom yeah. passed away that winter too. So. Yeah. For her, like, it was, you know, to me, it was like, you know, kind of, you know, it's uh, a tough one. Yeah, it was a tough Obviously. one for sure coming home and dealing with all that. But, you know, hockey got me through a lot that year. So, I bet. Yeah. I remember there was a sick picture of you in the paper pointing to the sky yeah. after you scored a goal. And I was just, yeah, just I think like, that was I, was, a, I don't know, that yeah. for it hit home for me. I was just like, that's incredible. Yeah. It was the first game back. Uh, was it? Yeah, I took some time off, obviously, yeah. you know, for a week or two. And yeah, I think that was the first game back. Yeah, it was, it was, Tough to tough to explain, really. But, yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I, was, I don't blame you, man. It was fantastic. Yeah, and winning that thing, like yeah. winning the Mem Cup yeah. after that happening, like yeah. that must have just been the most fulfilling feeling in yeah, the entire absolutely. world. Absolutely. You know, you you obviously feel like sad that she she wasn't there to see it. But, yeah. You know, but, yeah. Uh, if you believe in that, like she was there to see it. You know, of course, so. man. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. I uh, yeah. I believe in that stuff all the time. Yeah, all, all the time. Passing. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, to move on, I want to talk about the transition from junior hockey to professional hockey 
Um, Hamilton Bulldogs, right out of uh, yeah, right out of the the year at the Mooseheads, I signed with uh, Hamilton yeah. in the AHL. Uh, Actually, let's not even get move on. I want to talk sure. about the draft. Sorry, to getting okay. drafted to St. Louis, yeah. I kind of bumped right. ahead there. I'm sorry. Yeah, Did you go right. to the draft? What was that? What was I, that experience like? I actually didn't go to the draft. You got the I, call. I knew there's a good chance. Like I would get picked later. Yeah, in the later rounds. Um, wasn't sure by who. Like I, I think I'd only talked to St. Louis like early, like November, December. Like not even leading up to the draft kind of thing. Okay. So it was, it was pretty surprising. I just, I, uh, I stayed at home. Um, some buddies came over just in case, you know, I, I got picked and nice. got a phone call from Gallant, you know, like my coach in St. John, he was there. The coach, oh, he was at the draft. Coaches always go to the draft. Normally if they have guys getting picked. Was he, wait, 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 um, was he with Montreal already? No, he or was, he was, he was, was still coaching was... me in St. John. He why? So why is he at the draft? He... Um, usually if they have like teams have junior teams have oh, players getting picked, the okay. coaches or GMs will go. Uh, I guess yeah. he's an ex NHL guy yeah. too. So yeah, he probably, probably has buddies. Rubs, yeah, rub shoulders with with guys. But cool. Uh, yeah, so he called me, and that was before I it was like posted online. So uh, one of the you know one of the proudest moments of my life. Oh uh, man, I obviously, yeah, like I didn't work out there. Went to a couple of camps, but I never signed. But uh, you yeah. know, still, uh, you know, I was very proud of it. For how, sure. How is St. Louis as a city? You've been obviously yeah, for yeah, the I've camp. Been, I went a couple times in the summer to train for like. A uh, couple weeks and then to the like the fall training camps. Yeah, um, that's nice. Like, is it? Yeah, I mean, like, there's like rough parts. Is um, it? Well, just like everywhere. Yeah, it's like anywhere else. But yeah. uh, like, there's some cool like, like we stayed across, um, like basically like Bush Stadium outfield, like where the Cards play. I heard that's one of the nicest yeah. stadiums in the league. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So we'd go to games there, like when we're in camp, and you can see like the the big St. Louis arch. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. That's sick. nice rank and stuff, but uh, cool. Yeah, and then uh, so after you, you played Hamilton right away, I believe. Yeah. How did that work? Yeah, so I signed in Hamilton, and I ended up splitting time um, with their East Coast League team in Wheeling, West yeah. Virginia. Yeah. Not the best, not, not the best spot, but the Wheeling Nailers. Wheeling Nailers. Yeah, spent a spent a little bit. Of Do time you know there. how like what the origin of the name is there? Uh, how that came about? It's one of the funniest like a, names. Yeah, going. I think there used to be like a nail factory in the town. It was, oh. it was kind of like a. It was a bit of a ghost town. Like, I think the industry kind of... The nail industry is on the downfall. <laughs> on the downfall, <laughs> yeah. So everything kind of shut down after that. Okay. But yeah, so I spent time between Wheeling and Hamilton. And then okay. at Christmas, I had to make a decision whether to keep going or, or come back to school. And I just thought at, at that time, it was, it was right to go to school and so I could play right away. Like, if like I played as soon as I came back to St. Mary's. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But if I kept playing till the end of the season i would have had a red shirt a year so that, okay. that was kind of the decision i made and yeah cool did fukali was fukali in hamilton at that time when you went um no at that time he wasn't but uh another teammate from health uh fournier fournier i was gonna yeah, say he was in hamilton yeah so it's always good to have going. a buddy going anywhere. yeah yeah for sure and ben duffy actually he's i know him from the city he, yeah, he yeah. had signed in hamilton too oh so he was there when you were there yeah so he was up and down with me too and he actually left as well where and, did, uh, did he go to st mary's with you uh, he initially went to UNB, uh, but like something happened there, he couldn't play uh, right away, and then he ended up uh, transferring to St. Mary's. So we played at at SMU together. So many rules, yeah. To play hockey, man, it's yeah. crazy. It's such a business. Yeah, it really is. That's that's all it is. Um, but you know, it's so, it's not so bad. It's crazy, like. Cause I never played professional hockey. Like I only went to junior. But whenever I talk to guys that go on and play professional, there's so much moving around yeah like there's yeah. so much travel there's so much 
business a part of it. There's so much, okay, I'll try to make it to the rink so I can play when you get traded. Like, there's, it just seems like there's a whole other element of it. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's nuts. Like, just like you said, uh, like all the movement, like just a story from this year, for example. Um, so I'd gotten called up to Syracuse for a few games. Yeah. And we played Wednesday in Laval. Uh, Montreal's farm team. I know, and then yeah, Friday yeah. at home, uh, and then Saturday at home, and then they sent me down after the game Saturday. Yeah. To play on Sunday afternoon in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. So there, so my team in Florida was up north, like on a road trip. Yeah. And I thought I would get the day off, like you know. Yeah. Jeez, I just played three and three and three, whatever. Go to the beach, maybe. Yeah, no, not even. Just like, yeah, <laughs> maybe go to the beach if they send me home. But um, so yeah, I had to go right to right to Worcester and traveled all night, got like two hours of sleep, and then we were hurting, so I had to play that game, and that was miserable. That was one of the worst hockey games I've ever had to play. But. And you're probably dealing with the time change too. Uh, no, I was just it was in the same time zone. Luckily, okay, was Syracuse, it? New York to to Worcester. It wasn't same. that. It's just outside Boston, but. I was just so exhausted, and you're kind of like you're rattled about getting sent back down because oh, yeah. you want to be in the HL. But it honestly seems like a men- there's like a, a a mental toughness that has to come with it. Yeah, like yeah, the emo- the emotions that must be running through you. It's like okay, I'm in the A now. I'm in the coast. Yeah. Okay, now I'm back here. Now yeah. I'm in a different city. Now I don't know the person I'm living with. Now, yeah, yeah. just so many different elements that come in just to playing a game you love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That you're not used to when you're playing in junior. Because what the most you had to go through in junior, you know, going to St. John to Halifax. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, just, yeah, I was very lucky in junior to not get dealt you know, everywhere get, get dealt everywhere or be on terrible teams like st john and halifax are two of the two of the oh, best yeah. franchises in the league but and you're in the maritimes you're and not I'm in, in quebec anywhere yeah, i saw my parents all the time yeah you know, it was only like a three and a half hour drive to st john but you just kind of learn you know in the pro pro ranks to not take anything personally you know it's just it's just business. a business like you said man yeah yeah, yeah. um i want to talk about playing down in florida now is it hard to i don't want to say it's hard to focus on i've I, you know what about the florida Everglades, Everblades, Everblades, Everblades. Yeah. I drove by the stadium when I was like 19 years old. I was in Florida for like a family vacation. I saw the rink. Yeah. Um, looks like a wicked rink right off the highway. It's right. Cause I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. looks like an awesome rink. Never been inside. Looked at pictures today before you came. Yeah. Um, it looks like there's a pretty good fan base for playing hockey in Florida. Am yeah. I wrong by saying that? No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, if you're going to play in that in the East coast league, like it's, it's, one of the best, if not the best, uh, places to play in terms of like, you know, you're living in Florida all year, you know, you yeah. wear shorts, shorts and flip flops to the rink every morning, even in like, you know, January, February, but you know, the, the way they treat us is like amazing too. You know, they get, they fly, we fly pretty much everywhere. You guys fly? Out of, out of our division. Like, yeah. Unless we can drive, like we'll fly a lot of places that other teams, That's you know, they sick. bust. So yeah. uh, they treat us great and the fans are good too. Like, yeah. Uh, kind of, more in the middle of the winter there's there's more fans because there's so many canadians like tourists down there yeah that, that was probably I, yeah. me i just yeah didn't go. yeah exactly yeah. yeah 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 so i think we average a few more fans like in the in the tourism months like yeah. january to april but i saw johnny moore came down and took a trip and like did some behind <laughs> the scenes stuff yeah that was actually, that was a cool video yeah yeah we were actually out at i forget where uh, we were on all-star break so actually okay. that was in the end of uh january Johnny had reached out to me and asked if uh, if I'd be around, but I actually ended up coming coming home for a few days. Okay, it was the only time I got home this year, but uh, yeah, you know, I think he was down there just on vacation himself. And he no, was up, he? Like, 
trying to reach out to because there's another Nova Scotian, Kirkpatrick. Uh, oh, is he? Kirk, he plays Kirk, there with you too. Yeah, Kirk okay, and I cool. play, We live together. Down oh yeah, there. yeah. We played together in St. John and and down in Florida too. So it was it was cool, cool to have him there. So like while you're living here, do you have a place here? It's like you're here. How many months of the year? Three, um, two, three, two months yeah, of the year. Yeah, like, do you have depends. a place? Um, no, I'm I'm living at my dad's. Yeah, uh, man. I lived lived with him last summer too, and working. Or uh, sorry, and uh, living with him again this summer. Yeah, like, I don't know if there's like any when, point to get a place. No, no. Like when I went to school, SMU, I, I lived with a few guys downtown, but save money too yeah exactly yeah it's free 99 so <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do down in florida you like do you fish or anything like talk about a place to to be an outdoorsman yeah what do you no, do for you fun can, over there oh, there's there's so many things like uh i mean i'm not really a fish guy to fish but i played yeah. a lot of golf do you i had my clubs down there and i played quite a bit nice. um got some good deals on, on really nice courses so we play i try to play like once a week like on a day off say and yeah oh, you're living the it's, dream it's pretty awesome yeah and, we, and like our apartment complexes were like beautiful and we had like a huge pool and so anytime you just want to go outside lay lay uh lay in the sun you could do it and, and there's tons of beaches around too you can, you can drive to so yeah no, there's lots lots to do for sure it must be easy to get your mind off hockey over yeah there. exactly you know if you're having a bad day you just you know you just step outside basically that's sick <laughs> Um, I want to talk about travel in the East Coast. I said you know that you guys fly around to games, which is incredible. I didn't know that in the East Coast you would fly to games. But maybe talk about, like, other teams or, like, cities uh, that you play against in your division because, like, it's a part of the world I'm not very familiar with. Uh, maybe, like, give me some, uh, like, an average travel day for you guys. Where you'd go? Would you stay the night? Um, would you drive back to Florida overnight? So we play a lot of games, uh, like, within our division. So there's, like, Florida, Orlando, which is only three and a half hours, so we'd bus. Jacksonville is like five or something, so we'd bus there too. And then Atlanta is a little further; it's like eight. Uh, and then there's two teams in South Carolina. Okay. Um, so we'd bus there too. Those are probably our longest trips, like bus trips. Yeah. Those kind of suck. Like we would say if we play, uh, like a like a Friday, Saturday, Monday, something yeah. like that. We would we would leave. We'd actually leave like Wednesday night, so like eleven o'clock Wednesday night, and drive through the night. Wait, do you guys have like a sleeper bus? Yeah, so we had a sleeper bus, which is nice. Wait I mean, a sec. Okay, so I got to stop you at the sleeper yeah. bus. How does that work? How many rows are on the bus? Like, do you hit um, your head? Like, is there four? Is there four? So there's three, like, so past like halfway. So like in the front, there's like couches and then like beds that kind of come from the top. Okay. Kind of hard to explain. So wait, do the coaches have beds or the coaches they just They kind of have coaches that move in, like that they... They like recline? They, they make in, into beds. Okay. I guess. And then once you get half, you, you open a door and then all the bunks are there. So there's like, <laughs> it's, I think it's three. So it's like top, middle, bottom. Yeah. And then three. So I'm trying to think. Trying take, to your time. take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. You're a hockey while. player, not a math yeah, you're right. magician. Yeah. Um, so there's probably like 18, 19 bunks or something like where's that. So the, everyone gets a bunk. Where's the usually. preferable? Do you want to be on top, middle, or bottom? So I learned uh, last year was when i was in florida a little bit i my bunk was on the top and i found that was a little like rocky yeah okay <laughs> so i went to the to the bottom this year and it was it was great yeah, you, you, like don't, the you don't move as much oh yeah uh, kind of sucks getting down there like i mean you got to get up in the middle of the night to piss or something like, yeah it kind of blows but i couldn't imagine that driving <laughs> through the middle of the night yeah, leaving it's, it's not great um well, that's yeah. pro hockey yeah, you know, you just deal with it. I mean, everyone's doing it, so everyone's just, doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like one guy's flying, the other guys are driving. You know, like uh, yeah. So we'd leave eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, you know, try to try to get sleep. It's tough. I don't sleep well on buses. I usually just like oh, me too. Try to take like try to take a melatonin or something yeah. to help me sleep, and then then you wake up like 
eight, nine o'clock and you're like somewhere like maybe a couple hours from where you're going. Yeah. Like stop for breakfast. Yeah. And then sometimes when you get to the city, like if you get to like Charleston, South Carolina, something like that, we'll practice right away. Like on the Thursday. Cause okay. you play Friday. Man, that's awesome. Like it's actually not bad. You're playing in a rink that you yeah. never like, um, one thing I always found cool about playing hockey, like traveling was just pulling over to like a shit rink and getting to practice. Yeah. It's like, I'd never be in this rink ever. Yeah. yeah exactly. to, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so you get out of practice and then... And you're in South Carolina playing hockey. Yeah, like, that's awesome. yeah, yeah. No, the uh, division we played in was, was pretty awesome. I want to talk about a story back when I was with the Mooseheads for the short time. Uh, Cam got fired, so Bobby became the coach for, I think it was like half the season. And for that half of the season, I was there. So Bobby's not sitting in a regular chair on the bus. So I remember coming out of practice once. he wasn't flying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how like... Uh, the Moosehead bus can go through the tunnel, like of the Metro Center, yeah. like and come in. So we're yeah, coming yeah. out of practice yeah. once, and I see they're like repairing. You know where the coaches sit at the front, so yeah. they're taking out the chairs of the front, and they're putting in like two lazy boys essentially. No so way. like the nice comfy chair for <laughs> yeah. Bobby to sit up the really? front because he's taking these road trips. Usually he would fly too, but yeah, yeah. I remember seeing those those chairs going and being like, yeah, yeah. that's what a millionaire owner would do. Right yeah, there. Exactly. put a lazy boy at the front <laughs> of his own bus. Put a couple more in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put a couple more yeah. at the back. Yeah. That's funny. But no, that's awesome, man. Yeah. You, you mentioned some six cities that you travel to. Do you ever go to any like football games? Like, do you ever get to go up a day early? Like Atlanta, talk about like a crazy sports city as well. You said Jacksonville, another yeah. great football. Not, yeah. They're not good at football, but they were still. okay this year. But uh, um, not really, man. I didn't take in any. Orlando is a great city too. You ever go to uh, Disneyland? I uh, went to Disney. Yep, yeah, last year. Uh, actually that's kind of like, I just went down there for Christmas. My oh, did you? And yeah. We all, I've family. never been, I heard it's still um, fun if you're like 10 yeah. or if you're like oh, 25, I heard it's a yeah. great time yeah, I went last year. But, uh, no, I didn't get to any, uh, any sporting events, but it's pretty cool to see like some of the cities you're in, like the, uh, <coughs> like the, uh, like the stadiums and yeah. like a lot of like college football towns and stuff. Yeah. <coughs> just being in the States in general, there's just so much to do anywhere you go incredible yeah 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 um sure. all right so i want to talk what do i have on the on the paper here oh yeah nhl camps um being in the dressing room with like the best players in the world and like essentially like the pace of practice like you know how you said the pace of practice when you're practicing with mckinnon and drew that year in junior maybe when you went to the montreal camp when you were in florida or st louis did you notice, well, obviously you noticed the, a higher pace in the game. Can you notice, like, uh, or did you remember one camp in particular that you were on the ice with some amazing players and maybe a skill set that you saw that you could tell the listeners of a individual? Um, if that question made any sense, Jesus Yeah, Christ. yeah, it made sense for sure. I, I just think, the like, the first two, uh, like, NHL camps I went to in St. Louis, I was so young. Yeah. I still, like, wasn't, you know, matured physically. So yeah. just that that camp was the most like, you know, I didn't feel like, like I belonged kind of thing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you feel like you're kind of do, but like strength wise, you definitely don't like you get, I remember like the first practice with St. Louis, like in the main camp. Yeah. Um, doing a one-on-one against Roman Polak. So like, he's not like the most slight of foot guy, but <laughs> man, he's, he's one of the strongest players I've ever seen. Like he looks like a bodybuilder basically. So he would, you know, I just tried to just the kid. Yeah. J- basically just a kid just turning like 18 years old. Yeah. So, you know, try to go inside outside and then he's just like basically staples me under the wall, just get crushed. And you're like, and that's nothing to him. Yeah. To him. It's like, uh, he probably felt bad about it. Like, you know, <laughs> like, this guy's so terrible. Like, <laughs> Was but, uh, Oshi there? Yeah. 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 They're good back when, yeah. yeah. 
Petrangelo. Petrangelo, yeah. He was, he was starting out. Steen was there. Yeah. Berglund. Uh, like most of the guys, they still have. Stat, uh, I don't know if stats. Was Allen there. there, the goalie? Jake, yeah, Jake was there. Yeah, do you know him personally? Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, just from those camps, and oh, he yeah. knew. Like, we're both Maritimers, so you kind of stick together. Yeah. He was a younger guy. He was in the American League at that point. But, oh, was uh, he? Yeah. Yeah, like, that and must be incredible, just being able to, like, be in the dressing room with those guys. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, and then the, the Montreal camps that I, I went to, like, just shooting on Carey Price and, and seeing PK out there, like, in the inner squad game, like, yeah. doing spinner I was like, it's, just, it's pretty cool. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about the Montreal camp first of all. So you're at the main camp in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. So after um, I played with the Moose as like the HL yeah. uh, contract, I got like the camp as well. Yeah, Montreal. And That's awesome. Yeah. Like went to the rookie camp and yeah. then went to the main camp and like a lot of like inter squad games. So you know you're rubbing you're rubbing shoulders with all the all the NHL guys and <laughs> mixed in with the HL you yeah. know, junior guys, but. That's cool. Was yeah. Fournier there with you? He must yeah, have been. Fournier's yeah. there. Yeah, Fournier's is there. Um, like Pacioretty is incredible. Yeah, like Placanic was you know, impressive. Apparently, he's going back to Montreal this year. Is he? That's yeah, what they're yeah. saying. Yeah, no idea. He wants to like finish his career there in Montreal. Yeah. Um, did you notice any crazy fans in Montreal? Obviously, it's oh, the it's, hockey mecca. Yeah, it's was there like fans just like outside the facility, just like waiting for autographs, like yeah, hounding? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they would. Like, <laughs> not for the guys that. You know the junior guys, uh, and, yeah, yeah, and the but like guys, the big but for yeah. the big guys, yeah, yeah, PK and and, uh, and and Price for sure. Did you get a pregame in with Florida? Uh, yeah, so I got it. I did when I was with St. Louis my second year. Okay, uh, I played in Colorado, and then uh, was it last season? Two seasons ago, yeah, last last year. Okay, yeah, I, I went to Florida camp, um, and I actually got a, a game in there too. It was it was at it was at the rink in Florida. It was a split squad game, so. Oh, okay. They, they played in the afternoon and at night, so I played in the afternoon game in nice. front of like nobody. There's no fans. No, I honestly can't remember. There's maybe like three or four thousand. Ugh, I'm trying to even think who we played. That's. But, <laughs> like, oh, like, I'd yeah. be so pissed. Yeah. Not pissed. I mean, but no, like, you're not it pissed. Was, it was still but cool. But no, like it was, it was, it was great. Like, uh, yeah, you know, I had a pretty good game and played fourth line minutes. But no, it was, it was good. yeah, whatever. Yeah. So what's the plan for next year? Do you have anything? On, are you going to be going back to Florida? Do you know yet? Anything uh, that you can release? Nah, nothing really. Uh, kind of looking all over right now. Yeah. I'm kind of like uh, thinking about maybe going to Europe. So Interesting. Yeah. So I'm not sure where I'll end up and or if I'll even go. But Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think at the very at the very least I'll end up back in Florida. But So know. you still have your apartment there? No, 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 no. The team actually has the apartments, so they, they oh. provide them in the East Coast League. So That's awesome. You don't yeah. have to pay rent. It's already no, covered. No, yeah, yeah. That's it's, sick. It's, it's a perk for sure. The HL, you got to pay. But, uh, um, yeah, so I, I don't really know. We'll see in the next few weeks, I guess. I was talking to Trey and Cousner a couple of months or, like, last month, and they're playing in Paris. Talk to them. Maybe you go play over there. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did, you listen, did you listen to the Conrad uh, podcast? Uh, I listened to a little bit today. Uh, yeah, he's having a great time over there. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. having a great time. Yeah, he actually time. called me today. Did he? Uh, yeah, he was just uh, he was asking like what my plans were because he know I mean he's uh, playing in Germany and, yeah. and you know it's like a lot of the you know a lot of the coaches and stuff over there. So he was seeing if I'd be interested. And yeah, I mean I don't know about Honor Chuck's team. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can go right to right to that league, but yeah, maybe somewhere over there for sure. What do, who do you um who are you skating with in the summers? Because I, I want to talk if you've ever skated with Crosby. I'm a big Crosby 
behind the scenes story guy. Yeah. I love the guy. Um, do you ever skate with Sid or what do you, who do you yeah, skate with yeah, in the I summer? Have. I mean, I haven't skated yet this summer. Just okay. coming off a broken ankle and, and you know, I just got home like season ended like three weeks ago. So yeah. not really, you're not in hockey mode, not e- eager to skate yet, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I skated with him the last few summers, uh, here and there. Cool. What are those skates like? Ah, uh, they're, they're incredible. I, I'd be, uh, I'd be shocked if there are better summer skates anywhere else in the world, you know, yeah, like with, exactly. with the caliber of players out there. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. Him and McKinnon, McKinnon's equally as impressive out in practice for sure. How does it work? Like, cause I heard it's really secretive, these skates, like what time they are. How does it work? Do you just get like a random text? Um, or can you, you got to reveal something. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> no, I, I'm not in the text texting. Yeah. <laughs> We're not in texting terms, I guess, but I trained with, uh, Brad Marchand okay in the gym so yeah anytime like he he's skating he's he asks if i'm coming out so okay yeah, cool I never really got invited but yeah sure if, if you want me to come yeah. of course you're gonna but go you don't, you don't really turn that down yeah um, man hopefully you know when i start skating again i can get out with those guys but so is your ankle like recovered uh, yeah yeah so i missed the first uh two rounds of the playoffs this year and and it was really strange like it wasn't a block shot or anything and i just kind of hit a rut in the ice like trying to hop over someone and yeah. i just twisted the wrong way and tore some ligaments and broke the cracked bone of the ankle but yeah. yeah it's it's okay now it's just a little like stiff i was in a walking boot for for a little little while so it got really stiff but I came back for the last two rounds and it felt okay so there you go i'll start skating at some point how's the ice in florida it's fine Is yeah it? it's actually good like they got yeah they got a good uh i don't know i guess good good cooling <laughs> good, system yeah <laughs> yeah like in our rink there's uh there's two practice rinks too so they keep in the rink that you play in yeah yeah so they got like minor hockey rinks there okay cool um no they're all good i wouldn't have thought that honestly yeah like it's the uh like not all the the rinks in like the warm climates are nice i mean uh not nice but the 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 ice isn't great like orlando is awful because that's where the uh they play in the same arena as the magic oh do they yeah so like there will be a basketball game the night before, then we play the next night, and the ring, and the ice is just awful. I don't even like the ice in the Metro Center. I find it too warm in there. Yeah, because yeah, they got yeah. the basketball going back and forth. Yeah, and yeah, the concerts. Yeah, and I found it extremely hot in there. Yeah, it to can play. be a mess for sure. You get kind of get used to it when you play there, but if you're like a road team, it's like it's terrible. Yeah, like most of the rinks you play in are, are cold. Oh yeah, that's another question I want to ask you. I ask all the guys who've played heavily in the queue, what's your the worst drink you hate to play in, in the queue? Um, don't say Bacamo because everyone says Bacamo, but if it is Bacamo, don't worry about it. But who, it probably is Bacamo. Okay, this don't say the other the second worst other, one then. Second worst? I would say Valdor. Why Valdor? Um, I'm a big like locker room guy. Like I, I like <laughs> my area where I get changed. Like I'm not like superstitious or anything, but I just like having some space. Elbow room. Elbow room, yeah. You don't want to be like, you know, like yeah. sardines. So, <laughs> so like, I don't know if it's improved since I've played. It probably has. But, no, when I played, it was, it was the room was terrible. Sewer ball area wasn't great. The like, what? Like sewer ball, playing soccer. Oh, sewer ball. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah, two touch, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. There's different names for it. Do you have any pregame routines that you can talk about right now? Are you a superstitious guy? No, not really. No? No. Like, I, I just kind of get ready, you know, at the same same time like on the clock yeah uh, play some soccer stretch yeah get, get warm depends how depends how the body's feeling how much stretching i do or warming up cool like if you're on the back of a three and three and you're tired you don't really warm up as much i guess yeah but uh you I just kind of figure it out deadly yeah um 
you know, I got everything I wanted out of you. I wanted to ask if you had any summer plans, but I know you just took a vacation to Nashville. Yeah. Well, I guess we talked, we didn't talk about that on the podcast, but maybe talk about Nashville, the city, and uh, if you have any other plans, like the rest of the summer, um, essentially. Yeah. So, man, Nashville was, was, was pretty awesome. Uh, I, uh, I got the team, Florida, to, to fly me right there, and my girlfriend came from here. We met there, and we spent uh, four nights there. And yeah. It was a blast. Recommend it to anyone, any any of your listeners for sure. Um, country music fan or not, like there's kind of everything bars for every everything and good happy hours, good food. Like, uh, I mean, obviously this time of year the weather was was fantastic too. So no, yeah. it was a blast. But in terms of summer plans, man, like uh, just trying to catch up. I haven't been home in a while, so trying yeah. to catch up with family, friends. Yeah. Obviously training. I started last late last week. So were you training at? Uh, I'm training on Quimpool with J.P. McCollum. Oh, yeah. Doesn't Marshawn train? Marshawn yeah, trains yeah, there, yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We train together and a couple other guys. So. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so busy with that and got some family in uh, in PEI and Cape Breton, so I like awesome. to make a couple trips there. But other PEI than that, in the summer is awesome. Oh, can't be beat. You ever go camping out there? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, growing yeah. up, we always we always did. That's My dad's from place. there, so oh, is he? spent lots of time. Nice. Um, other than that, no. not uh, Cool. Nothing too crazy. Right on. Do you want to give a shout out to anyone? Uh, <laughs> if you want to say hi to any friends, people are watching, man. This will probably get a thousand views. You think? I don't know. Maybe. I know my buddy, my buddy, uh, Jerry McFadden is definitely watching it. He's a big podcast guy and he said he would tune in. He was pumped when I told, uh, when I told him I was coming on, but yeah. uh, <laughs> you got to get Instagram. I was looking for you when I tagged you, Yeah, but you um, didn't have it. So I was like, oh, I do have he? Instagram. Oh, do you? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the down low on Instagram. I'll, I'll follow you back. So I didn't. I didn't even me. follow you because I, I looked yeah. for you and I couldn't find you because I, I tagged you in the post, but okay. or I didn't tag you in the post. Yeah, I couldn't no, find I'll, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll find me. All right then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, everyone that's listening, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Stephen, once again, thank you for coming. I appreciate yeah, no problem, it. Man. Are you going back to Dartmouth right now, Cole Harbor? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, grab some dinner. I'm going to the pig roast, no, or no. I or I am sorry. I wish I was. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Make sure to follow us on uh, all of our social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, Snap. Oh, we don't have Snapchat, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and now on Spotify. Not a big deal. Uh, we're out. Peace.